Go comment, rate, and subscribe It's a great show, I wouldn't lie You should've saw her when she looked me in my eye She said two tones is the best, there's no surprise Their podcast is dead What's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Two Tones. I'm Tony Lee, obviously. Follow me on Twitter at Tony Lee underscore T-O-N-Y-L-E-E underscore. I'm here with my co-host, Tone. What up, yo? What up? This is Tony Timberlake 3. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter yeah, by yeah. that. You can also follow this show at Two Two at yep. Two Two Tones, the number two, T-W-O-T-O-N-E-S. Follow us on SoundCloud at Two Tones Podcast. And if you no, use the iTunes... SoundCloud, Two Tones, period. Just Two Tones. I took the podcast off. It's just Two Tones. Oh, well, thanks for telling me now. But it's all good. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you're looking for us as a podcast to listen, follow us on SoundCloud, SoundCloud yeah, two. at Two Tones and on iTunes at Two Tones. The number two, T-O-N-E-S. All one word. And comment, rate, do all that good stuff. Share episodes, yeah. y'all. Yeah, share, y'all. I mean, comment, rate, share. Sharing is Karen. Sharing is Karen, man. I do it to y'all. You know, great music. So if if any artists are listening. But speaking of artists, <laughs> but we're not artists yet. Tone, how you, man? You're I'm a teacher. Good, man. You're out of school. The school year is over. Are you relieved? Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, you work only like quarterly. Well, not quarterly. You don't work the summers. I work all year round, unfortunately. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I'm still working, but you're relaxed, That's man. just you, your right now. Yeah, right now, you know, in the future, we speaking something different. He got she on time, but you know, hopefully, man. Um, I'm speaking to tongues like Johnny Gill on the BT Awards. No, so <laughs> since we talking about that, Let's BT talk Awards came BT on. <laughs> what do you think, man? I, I think they was all right. I, I they think were all they were right. okay. They're usually good. They're usually good. They're you. They were I feel okay like they're usually year. better than they were this year. Yeah, they usually like better than what one, happened. Like yeah. there are highs and lows. Normally, this one was pretty even killed. Like there was some lows. Don't get me wrong. There was a lot of lows. But, first, first of all, that host horrible. Leslie Jones. Yeah, like she, Leslie, she, can't host, she was not funny. Like not funny yeah, at all. None I'm of the sorry. sketches were funny. She was none. yelling. Jamie Foxx did a little bit with his little promotion. He was funnier than her. Like no, nah, even she, that was awkward though. <laughs> shout out to the show sponsor. But no, um, even yeah, that was awkward. But. <laughs> But yeah, man. So Leslie Jones, for number one, that was a horrible host. Mm. Not horrible. She just wasn't funny. Yeah, yeah. They stand out. Like, My okay. wife made an interesting point. She said the um, the best host the BET Awards have had in their history is Monique. Maybe they need to bring her back. Didn't Kevin host one year? I think so. I don't remember Monique's. Um, Monique hosting. was like oh three oh four. Oh, she with did two Beyonce years in a row. Yeah. dancing with the Beyonce. Uh huh. Oh yeah, yeah. And Steve Harvey always hosts a celebration of the gospel, so I'm thinking of him. I don't know why. <laughs> um, but no, no, no. So the BT Awards, they were okay to me. Um, what stuck out to me? Well, you can go first, and I'll, and I'll just say what stuck out to me and what was the lowest to me. So are we talking performances or awards? What's the um, Let's talk performances, man. All right. What's performances? your favorite performance? Um, Shout out to this great. <laughs> mm-hmm. My favorite performances was, um, I love the new edition performance. Um, okay. The tribute and then the performance. I, I do just thought it was really cool that they used all three of the new additions. Listen, they letting them ride, boy. They letting them cast. Yo, them niggas is eating, dog. They riding like you would think when it comes to um tributes, like you would have actual artists. They letting the people from the movie, which is cool. It's BET, but I mean they're yeah. they are musicians yeah. as well. Most yeah. of them. I think the but, only one I who's mean, not a musician is the dude that played Ronnie DeVoe, but they're all musicians on their own. Like they all know, do man. their own music. It was good though. I like it. I, I like it. That was good. That was that was. I like the new edition. Yeah, I like how they had the little kids rocking. Uh, cool it now to start the uh, the little yeah joint. That was uh-huh. dope. 
Everybody was there. And too. Mr. Bobby. Telephone Man, because they had little Bobby out yeah. there. Uh, <laughs> the fact that, that actually looks like his Bobby, son, though. Like, I wonder does. if that's really his son. The fact that actual Bobby Brown was there, it's amazing. All six were there. Yeah. Um, Ralph had Chance's hat on the whole time because um, Chance didn't have a hat on. So I'm guessing <laughs> Ralph had it on. But what I don't know. But turn to the side. He flirting. I, listen, New Edition had a great performance. I liked it. Um, mm-hmm. I like Tamar Braxton. I like Tamar Braxton. Yeah, she did kill she, her performance. She can, she can sing. I don't know if that was a track, though. I don't think it was. I don't she think was that extra was no dramatic. track. I don't think that was a no track. But I will say that she sounded much like her older sister, Tony. Yeah, Tony's the goat. Tony, uh, Tony uh, out of them, like, Tony <laughs> to me is the best singer. But Tamar it ain't no slouch. Like Tamar, yeah, she's not a Tamar slouch, but not she, just, a slouch. she just definitely channeled her sister for that yeah, song. Yeah, Tony's just different. Like that tone, she brought that tone in. No pun intended, but the tone with Tony, <laughs> yeah, two tones, um, two different hey. tones, eh? two tones. Nah, but I like Tamar. Um, I like what's I like New Edition. I like Luke James. He was part of the New yeah. Edition tribute, but he, he sounds really good. Joint. Yeah, Luke James is dope. I didn't like Trey songs. The song is dope, but yeah, he nah. sound horrible live. SZA was cool. Shane sound all that live. Mm-hmm. Ray Shrimmer and French Montana brought Africa out and danced. No, you mean Sway Lee and French Montana. You're right. You're right. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Sway Lee brought French Montana out. Should I say it? That's really his song. True. Um, without that song, it doesn't. French be waiting right? another year for a release like he did last <laughs> summer. <laughs> but yeah, man. So. Um, what didn't you like outside of me? Oh, talking? wait, wait, like, wait. What? We forgot one. Bruno's performance was pretty dope. Bruno was dope, but I wanted a different song. Did, yeah, I wanted him to do... I wanted uh, Chunky. Nah, I didn't want him to do Chunky. He does 24 I wanted him to do my, um, the joint calling like. on my lovelies. That would have been dope. He could have had... Yeah, me. but that's slower. Like that's op- He's opening the show up. True. He's opening the show, and you want something with momentum. Then Finesse. Chunky? Yeah, but Chunky is a more... Get <sighs> your... On the floor... Slide to the foot. Like, Chunky, Ch- Chunky would have did it to me. I'm sorry. It would have did it for me. And I think it would have been better than the perm. But there's a reason for perm. I guess he's trying to, like, actually perform the whole album. Yeah, probably. that was kind of interesting, too, that he did perm at the BET Awards. <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh, uh, like, but Bruno was, Bruno's always good. I, yes. I heard St. Elliot get on the timeline says, not a better male R&B performer. I was like, well, stop. Pump the brakes. That is, Brown, but his performance wasn't as good as Bruno's that night. Yeah, Bruno, Bruno wasn't even that great that night. He was good, but yeah, we've Bruno, seen better Bruno performances. Like what goes to Bruno Bowls, is the show. The show is the what, Bruno, what makes Bruno right. But Chris Brown is the show. You get him. That's the difference. Mm. The show Bruno is good because of the show. Chris Brown is the but show. But it, it, there's also a difference when you have at least a mini set or a set as compared to you're going to do one song. But I mean, the better dancer is Chris. What I mean is that Absolutely. Chris Brown is the better dancer. So he can put on a show himself. Bruno, they, they both have entourages, props, cool, and the songs. But Chris Brown is the show. Bruno True. is too. Bruno I, is I great. I feel but, you on that. But like, symbolism like, like Michael Jackson, he's on the stage. He don't need nobody else. He's the show. Like, but Chris it, don't need anybody else on stage. You can just throw the song on. He can dance and sing the song. And, it's and Bruno could dance. He did his little, uh, uh. I'm like, okay. Yeah, but, but he's dope, know. though. He's dope. He's definitely top notch out of here. Arenas, Absolutely. right? I want to see him, but the tickets are too high. And if any supporters but you in the know, show, BET gave him a super bag. They gave him a crazy bag to come and up. And they gave him that award. Just they're like, you're definitely getting the award if you. First fight. of all, he was falling asleep during Mary J. Blige's performance. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, he was falling asleep in the thick of it. He was falling asleep right in the thick of it. So I don't <laughs> in the thick of listen. it. Good job. Yeah, but um, boom, but nah, it's Scissor was cool. I don't like Trey songs. Chris Brown was cool. Chris Montana. Who else performed? That was um, a notable. That was, that was notable, 
Well, you talked I about mean, Mary, but her performance wasn't all that great. And I didn't like yeah. that you did yeah. that song with a remix I, version. I thought Kanye that, was coming out. I the like, beat is up. dope, but if you can't get the Kanye, don't do that song. Mm-hmm. Like, unless you got Jay to do the remix, do not do that song. Like, I, it's just, it's a letdown. Because everybody knows the song has Kanye on it, and then ASAP comes out and nobody knows the verse because you didn't release it before. So it's not like anybody can rap along or, Word. you know, even really catch what he's saying because music was hella loud too yeah mary was it, it was cool mary's mary like it's yeah no mary's, one really voice is mary's voice mary's never been great live not going to start today she's just a great overall what she stands with her artist her, did you see what ken do wrote on instagram yeah i think i've seen that I'm, i wasn't i wasn't <laughs> saying that nigga you cheated and spent her money then gonna be like you don't need to act like this we can talk no he, he like mellow man he like every picture mellow like every picture la 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 looked amazing <laughs> let's talk about that you're married. I can talk about it. Lala looked amazing. And speaking of Lala, Paolo was dope this past Yo, Sunday. Kofi better watch it. Homeboy from, Listen, uh, Lala from Queen looked Sugar. Amazing. He better yeah. watch it. He better be careful. Melo is Listen, not the one, dog. Melo still want to can't do I don't know what's going on, but end of the day, the BT Awards, what the nominees, the people that won Remy won, everybody yep. else. We Remy knew, won best female hip hop artist. Kendrick won best male. We knew that. Chance yeah. new artist. Like pretty much we said what was Lecrae it, won best inspirational. I didn't yep. think that was gonna happen, but he, he definitely was dissing himself. Listen, man. He's like, I'm not I'm a gospel like, artist. I'm, I'm not a gospel artist they let in. Listen, let I'm like I'm like Kendrick and Chance. Like, okay, we get it, Lecrae. You, I'm not a gospel oh, artist. Oh, I forgot a performance I didn't like. Big Sean's performance. Big Sean was cool to me. You didn't yeah. like it. It, wasn't it was bad basic. To me. And then it was like, basic. But so first he was sta- I mean, he stood in pretty much one spot. Like he stayed in one section of the stage. But he had like ten of him. Like yeah, yeah clones, but they on. were actually live. If like because they had the little screen behind. Come on, him, he so- did a clone jujitsu and Dog. made like ten of him. You can't respect no. that. No. No. Shadow clone jujitsu. <laughs> no. I liked it. I, I like Sean Joint. I, I, it was cool. No. I ain't. I ain't it was cool, but what rapper isn't basic besides Kendrick and Kanye? Like, what rapper isn't basic live? Like, but I mean, he didn't even Jay leave, is basic. Like, but he didn't work the stage. He didn't really engage the crowd too much. They couldn't really that. rap along with him because he's rapping fast. And I mean, granted, that's what you come to see him do. But yeah, it was no. cool to me. But everybody won that we did with one. Um, but <laughs> the, it, it pretty much right. But yeah. let's talk outside the awards. Let's talk backstage. Joe Budden and Amigos. <laughs> let's get to what happened before we get to Let me roll up my cuffs real quick. Real, Yo, real sophisticated light. First of all. Um, all right. So before we even get to yeah. their reaction. <laughs> why, so I'll tell you. Initially when I saw the video. I What I thought was going on. And then we'll talk about what Joe said was going on. Okay. What I thought was going on was him just being pissed at academics. Being a you know stick rider. Yeah. For all intents and purposes, because he does that. He does get yeah. frustrated with academics' perspectives all the time. Um, yeah. Tell him, shut up, stop talking, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so he's. It's the interview struggle. wasn't going all that great, at least the portion that was aired, because there is more, but we'll talk about that in a second. Um, that was aired on Everyday Struggle. The questions weren't really going that great. Um, he definitely could not understand takeoff. <laughs> yeah, he couldn't understand takeoff. And, um, do I look like it's left off bad and bougie? You say what? Huh? Do I look like it's left off bad and bougie? What's that? Huh? Do I look like yeah, yeah, huh? Yo, that was a meme. That the memes and the, but <laughs> when they slowed it down to the new, the new one, the high def, when they slowed it down and zoomed it was in, the Roman music. Yes. Oh my god! And dun, the lady dun, pop. Dun, 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 Yo, dun, fam, dun, dun. academics is hella nervous, 
And Nadeska was like, okay, some lady popped in with a fro looking beautiful, but looking mad nosy. Like, what's going on? <laughs> the, 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 the Haitian guy, whatever, in the beginning with his eyes hella big, Gorilla Black. I don't know who that was. But it was like, <laughs> I'm crying because Joe said they all stood up in order of arrogance. I mean, Quavo stood up Yo! first. Then Offset. <laughs> then Takeoff. They all stood up in order of the arrogance they should have, right? So it was like, Offset wasn't phased at all, though. That was a, like, Offset was looking like, what, what are we doing? Like, he was just like, he folded, he folded up his cufflinks. It was like, all right, so what's going on? Yeah. But the Migos are known for having bad interviews, as they say. Yeah. The, uh, DJ Academics was obviously hopping on, and I love you guys. You know, boom, boom, so, boom. And- so, yeah. So, I thought Joe was just fed up with him and got up like, yo, I'm not here. I'm not here for you doing this. You do this all mm-hmm. the time. I'm sick of it. And dropped his microphone. So, I didn't even see a problem. But, then, but that wasn't professional, Joe, though. That still wasn't professional. It wasn't, but I it mean, wasn't, right? So, they know I, mean, who I didn't they see a problem hired. either. It was a great Complex bit, knows who they hired and why they it was, hired. It was him. great for the show. The piece, Absolutely. The limp, it was great, but that was still unprofessional. And for future interviews, I get you don't want to interview people. You don't want, okay, but hey, still, hey, hey, conduct hey. yourself a person. <laughs> you, <already, laughs> you already said if somebody come on this show acting like Vic Mensa, you going in. I mean. But I'm, I'm still going to conduct the interview. <laughs> See, if somebody, listen, artist. If one of y'all come on two tones and you, you got an attitude or something that Tony said, because I don't say nothing. Something that Tony what? G said. You don't say nothing. <laughs> Listen, if y'all come in the show and I'm, you know, and y'all get an attitude, I'm not the big bag tough guy. I'm really a clown. I'm not the tough guy at all. So I'm just gonna keep the interview going, and I'm not gonna lose my composure. And it's what it is. You're not gonna do nothing. We're not gonna do nothing. Like knock it off, my nigga. Like so, it's it's gonna be the same way. And we would have to be. You would have to keep that same energy you got on the timeline <laughs> and bring it to the show. And I will keep the same energy. But my energy isn't evil. I have a pure energy, a holy energy. Amen. But um, nah, seriously though. So like, come on, man. So I would act the same way, but I would keep my composure. Like I wouldn't be storming off set like Joe did, but it was hilarious and it was a great bit. He dropped the mic. Then Amigo stood up. In the interview there, in the day, what we want to do? I'm like, y'all ain't want to do nothing. Knock it off. So that whole Migos Joe Button scuffle was hilarious. Everyday struggle shout out to them. Yeah. Uh, maybe we need to start do need to do interview. I mean, uh, video interviews. Maybe <laughs> we should start that. I don't know. Um, start inviting different rappers and different R and B singers. Um, but yeah, the BT Wars. Are, okay, you got it. You got an R and B singer you want to invite to the show or something? I do. Who? Right. Don't worry about it. I'm, I'm praying is about it, that before. Is I... it somebody that we did a poll about last week? Um, I don't know. We'll talk about that offline again. Oh, so, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I like the the awards are okay. They were really okay. Power came on. I watched it earlier today. The power was better than the awards to me. Well, not really. They were both okay. Um, so yeah, man. Speaking of BT, I heard Charlie we Murphy was in the power episode. He was in the power episode. I think he's gonna be in this season, probably a couple episodes. Mm. I, you know, being that he died, and everything was like that, man. So power was dope. BT wars were cool. I stayed up. It was hella late this year, like twelve o'clock. I'm like my nigga. Like I had, I, I got work in the morning, but I did stay up. You know, it was come on, dog. It's CP time. The best part of it is that is it's Twitter, the jokes. Like we get a we get together on the BT Awards, the Grammys. Like True. that's the best part. The hip hop awards, pres- Trump's whole presidential campaign. Like we just get a, we we get around and just commentate with hilarious takes. So that was cool. Um, but speaking of BT and music and stuff like that, some new singles drop and some not so new. But we're mm. gonna get this what's hot, what's not, what's dope right now. Lecrae, Hammer Time, man. Um, <laughs> featuring 1K Few. Does anybody featuring, know? No, featuring Quavo. But go ahead. Do you- <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely produced Quavo, by Metro Quavo Boomin. 2K. I was about to 2. ask, 0. do you know where he came from? Because I have no clue. I've been trying to figure know. it out. I don't know. Probably from the surf gang. I don't know. I don't know where he's from. I, he okay. probably knows um, Aha Gazelle. It's probably his brother. But he has music out. He's a solo artist, I think. So 
I haven't found any. If you find it, shoot it to me. And Metro Boomin, Metro Boomin definitely produced that. He got a, he got one with Lecrae. It's cool. It's cool. He wasn't mumbling. No, I said he got one with Lecrae. He got oh, a record. With, okay. It's cool though. The record. It, it's cool. It is cool. Like, it's cool. Like it's, it's if it's in Lecrae rotation. hop on every way that's side. That's my thing with Lecrae though. I Never think he hops on. Graduate. <laughs> like he hops on a what's popular wave, which Jay does it. But it's a difference when I, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's cool. It's cool. No, nah, go ahead. Cool. Let the chopper sing. No, the chopper song already. No, I didn't. Oh. <laughs> you you <laughs> nah, put the cool. safety on it, right? When it was about to start nah, going. It, the song is cool. Like it's not much to think about. It, it, it didn't get me anticipated for an album. It didn't get me hyped up for something mm. else. It was like a dope track record. Lecrae got a verse on it, but it's not. The hook is 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 the same. I guess. So it's it the do same. Good. So is this the same thing as Sway Lee giving Unforgettable to French? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe because One K got the hook and a verse. Yeah, it's definite. And Craig a flow, Craig flowed on. Craig can rap like he can. He can be a chameleon. He can rap on whatever the tempo, whatever style is. He gonna give you what's mm-hmm. that? But it's like, I don't know. I what don't know. Are, you, it's, are it's cool. you feeling like it's not authentic to him? Um, partially, a little bit I do, but not like completely. I ain't gonna because he is from the south. He does make mm-hmm. trap music, so I'm not gonna say oh it's not Craig at all. No, but it seems like like what's the record before this? Um, I'll find blessings. You. No, no, no. Before blessings. What's blessings? before blessings or no? Yeah, blessings. Then I'll find you. Then hammer time. Yeah, hammer time. I don't know. It, it's cool. Like, it's, uh, what do you think about it? It's cool. Um, I love the beat. Hammer time. Hammer. I wish yeah, I could the play hook a is definitely right catchy. I'm just starting dropping snippets in the show. Sue us. Yeah. <laughs> Sue us. We ain't got no money. No, we. You don't got no money. Speak for yourself. But, um, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot you got the I, whole nah, East nah, nah, Wing. I'm joking, I'm joking. You, you, ready to, you ready to give away the East Wing? No, I'm forgot. just, I'm just telling, I'm just telling you to speak in faith, speak over your life, amen. No, we gotta not. have a real, real episode about <laughs> biblical beliefs and contextuality. I mean, contextualization and philosophy. We are gonna have one of them shows, y'all. I know we talk about music and we talk about things in life, yeah. and theological and conscious issues. But we're gonna have a real biblical discussion in the show because listen, a lot of things we gotta center out and um, get into right perspective. You know, mm-hmm. especially as two men who. Proclaiming to be Christian one part time, um, but <laughs> but yeah. Um, so the Lecrae joint was cool. Um, Suede, Suede, friend of the show, know, friend of the show, been on the show twice. Yep. Suede got the record, I think, for the most times being on the show. I think him, Amade, him yeah. and Amade. Yeah, I think Amade was on twice, and Suede was on twice, probably three times soon. But Suede any, dropped. Anybody been on multiple for the peoples? Oh. Elliot has been twice. Elliot hasn't been twice. Yes, he has. Oh, we haven't. Yes, he has. He has not. I've oh, definitely haven't. done a show with Elliot, and then Elliot did a show I wasn't on. Okay, I must not remember that then. But okay, <laughs> cool. Okay, but um, uh, look right, Sway, Window C. What you think about that, man? Window, no! go get it. Window C on Spotify, iTunes, all that. Go buy the single, stream the single. It's yes. called Window C featuring Lucia. Uh, yeah, I don't know how to say it. L e u c a, right? Yeah, I don't know He's if dope. it's Lusa. I don't know. Super, I don't know, but it's dope. Lusa, Lusa, um, dope, dope single, window seat. Definitely. I love the beat. I love the feel. I love the story behind the song. Can't mm-hmm. be spending my days looking out the window. I got to get out there and make something happen. You know, yeah. with the whole cover art symbolizing that with the plane and flying over the city, you know, going to make stuff happen. So window seat, like, I love the spin on it because, you know, when we hear window seat, a lot of songs talk about, you know, looking out and what's out there. So we just talk about the complete opposite. Yeah. Like, not, no, I'm, I'm done looking out there. You know I what I mean? I want to fly. Exactly. So I like the single from Sway. Dope record from Sway. Yep. Go get that friend of the show. Um, 
And you want to talk, talk about you can even look at it as like, you know, I'm tired of being a passenger. I'm gonna take control. Yeah. Yeah. You can definitely look at it that way also. Um Suede is dope, man. He listen, he got something coming. I, I'm telling mm. you that because I know. Um mm. <laughs> he definitely has something mm. coming. And listen, man, my friends make dope music. So hey. say what y'all want. I, 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 we so, waiting on it. It's coming though. So shout out to Suede to Lecrae. And also you want to talk about Sid, right? Yes. There's no single. Produced I, don't even, by Sudo, I don't even know if Timberland. it's a single. It dropped this year. It is so, produced by Timberland? No, a pseudo Timberland. It's, oh, because it's, it's basically the Aaliyah yeah, Timberland. Style. I was definitely going to say it just sounds like an Aaliyah joint, but it, it would be dope in terms of like giving that throwback vibe. If it's not a single, it should be. Um, but yeah. It's a dope, yeah, it's a dope record. I keep telling you, listen to the internet, man. Like, you do. I keep listening to the internet. Like, Sid is really good. And the internet as a collective, Really amazing. Seen them live, heard these songs. They have a real good vibe, chill music. From mm. Get Away to Go With It to Gabby to Under Control to Special Affair to Partners in Crime. Part listen, the internet is really dope. Sid is really dope. That album I didn't listen to as much, I'm gonna be honest, but Noah's dope. And she got a record with Black up there or Slack. But um Yeah. <laughs> but there's um because I had what I did was I was driving yesterday and um yeah. I put my Spotify, all of the stuff that I saved for offline play. All right, songs. Right, right. I just did shuffle, so I came across that, and I was like, "Oh shoot, this is really hard." Like, how did I miss this? And there was another record that I'm sure you're gonna be like, "What?" It was "Room in Here" by Anderson Pat. Oh man, yeah. And I was like, that, oh, "I forgot that, about this." Listen, that album. Listen, Malibu. I'm waiting for something from Anderson Pat too, because he's quiet to be honest right now. Like, I mean, he's he quiet. put out two albums last year. True, true. Malibu but and No Worries. Him and the Free Nationals, man. Something. Oh, you and uh, No Worries. You and, yeah, like No Worries. I need y'all to drop something. But I've been listening to uh, Rough Soul by Gold Link. Mm. Gold Link featuring April George. Dropped this year. It's called Rough Soul. That's okay. a record I've really been rocking with. That's a really dope record. Gold Link is fire. Um, and Sid is fire. So y'all check those records oh, that we talked about. I almost um, forgot. One more person to check out is this dude named Kevin Ross. Okay, who is that? He's, uh, he's a DC native. Um, Dope dude. He got a song with Lecrae. That's how I came across him. But he's got this dope song called uh, Dream Remix. There's a remix to the song called Dream and one with uh, BJ, the Chicago kid, called Be Great. Really? Okay. Yes. Kevin Ross. Um, yeah, y'all, y'all check them singers out. Check that music out. And um, yeah, man, see, and get back to us. Tweet us what y'all think. Tell us what you think. We're looking. We're watching. We just might, might not be always active, but we're watching. Mm. You know, so check us out. Um. So yeah, man. A uh, lot of talks in NBA yes, trade let's talk about market. A lot of things are happening. Phil is out. Chris Paul is in. Pauls. <laughs> so <laughs> let's take it piece by piece. Let's start with yeah, Phil man. Jackson. The Knicks are fed up. Here. They got that the Zen master out the of Knicks here. The Knicks are fed up with the seventies. They they stopped living in the past. Finally, listen. I think Phil was purposely trying to you know dismantle the the Knicks. I don't know. And Dolan is a clown. In I'll the days, yeah. <sighs> Though Phil inherited superstars on teams as a coach, I don't think that that's the best way to inherit a basketball franchise, mm. um, especially if that superstar doesn't necessarily fit your ideology. Um, right. Phil has always had one or well two superstars that cared enough to play defense, <laughs> and that is yeah. not Carmelo. So he only had one star coming in, not his normal two. And that mm-hmm. one is only really focused about one end of the floor. Um, he's trying to use the triangle, which 
some could say is outdated in the NBA. I think it's just modified, and he hasn't modified his version of the triangle to fit today's right. NBA landscape. Um, because you see a lot of triangle principles. I mean, Golden State has a coach who played under Phil Jackson in the triangle. You think he doesn't use pieces of it? Popovich uses pieces of the triangle. Luke Walton's going to use pieces of the triangle. So it's around in the league. It's just, it's different. It's but also updated. with his drafting, though, people got to like look. I at mean, he, he drafted Porzingis. I okay, mean, he can't this hit year every talking, draft. This year. Right, but Dennis Smith. Well, you had Dennis Smith on the board. People, that's their biggest knock right this year. Okay. You got Dennis Smith on the board. I mean, he there were some, people on the board the year he took Porzingis. Yeah, yeah. So I guess you got to wait, right? I guess you got to wait, right? So, yeah, you got to yeah. wait and see when it comes to a draft pick, but you're not going to hit every year on a draft pick. Yeah, but then also with the public tweeting and shaming and doing all this stuff. Yeah, he's Donald Trump like, come on. with that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Phil, come on, man. Like, I mean, people went in. I'm not a Knicks fan, and God bless you if you are. But people went in saying and thinking, <laughs> no, like, God will not bless Knicks fans. I'm sorry. He will wow. not. So, y'all take your hot takes to Tony at Tony. God Timberlake, will not bless the, the Knicks ever. <laughs> but, but it's like, I mean, Phil was just doing a bunch of BS, man. He, they got him out of there. The problem is, Dolan is still there. So, no matter who's yeah. in there, you got like, an egghead Dolan <laughs> still sitting there. So, it, Let's let's talk about owners because that's this that's the similar thing that's going on in Cleveland. Yeah, their yeah. general manager David Griffin is now out. They're searching for a new one. It looks like they want to offer it to Chauncey Billups. I haven't heard any update on yeah, that. Yeah, I've seen. I've but seen any general manager coming into that situation has a lot to deal with. You have right. championship expectations. You have the best player, the best single player in the league, and LeBron James, who expects you to put a contender around him that yes. can beat. Golden State, which is not what he has right now. You have a At team all. that's over in luxury tax already. Salary is already the highest in the league, and you have to figure it out. That's a lot to move. That's a lot to deal with. And that's a lot. I, and I mean, honestly, yeah, what move can you make if you're Cleveland? What move can you make that puts you in a position to beat Golden State? You can make it easier. Well, not easier, but a better matchup. But to clearly beat Golden State. I don't think that happens by any move. I don't care who you bring in. It's not going to be enough. Golden State is too long, yeah, too versatile. It's, it's, it's too much. I don't know what's going to happen. End of the day. End of the day, Phil is out. That's the real point in this conversation. <laughs> and he's gone. And shout out to Knicks fans because from the outside looking in, he should have been gone. So he's gone, right? So let's move on to Indiana because somebody's about to be gone soon too. Man. Larry Bird already walked out. Paul George is going to leave. We just don't know where Paul George is going. I'm seeing I'll reports say about to the to Boston with Gordon Hayward. I see reports to LA. I mm-hmm. see reports to Houston. So it's like Cleveland. It's Let's, like one year Cleveland and the rest of LA or like Boston with Gordon Hayward. And I see all types of craziness. But I ain't. So I, I want to ask you this as a Pacers fan, how do you, what are your views on how Paul George has handled this? And then I'll bring something else up that is related. I mean, ain't much around him. If the organization don't put much around him to win, like we don't mm-hmm. put much around him to win. So if you want to get all, like you know what, nonchalant, I don't care. I want to go to LA. I don't care. I don't want to be here no more. Like, do your thing. I'm a fan. Okay. I'm not. See this. I'm a fan, right? I'm not the type of fan that goes where the player goes. Like mm-hmm. I'm a LeBron fan. So whatever team you on, that's my yes. team. I'm, I'm a saying. Fan. I'm saying. As no, no, no. A fan, I'm just. As, I know, but I, I know what you're saying. But I'm, I'm saying as a fan of the Pacers, you're going to watch the Pacers regardless. You're going to root yeah, for the I'm Pacers, a Pacers regardless. Fan. Even exactly. no matter where he goes. You're going to root for the Pacers. Yeah. So as a Pacers fan, are you pleased with him making where he wants to go 
so obvious. It takes away all of the leverage the Pacers have to move him in any kind of deal right, short right, of right. the Lakers. It takes away their leverage to ask the Lakers for more because the Lakers yeah. already know he's a free agent next summer. I don't really need to give up all that much to get him. That's if crazy you don't want to take what yeah. I'm offering you right now, these scrap pieces, and maybe a future draft I was just pick, talking about that, though. If I was you just don't take that, that I'll wait and get yeah. him next summer. And then I mean, for it, every other team, if I'm Cleveland, do I really want to give away anybody to get Paul George for one year? And then LeBron will be a, a free agent next year as well, and I can lose both of them? I don't want to do that move. It's so much craziness happening. If I'm happening. Boston, do I, do I give up anybody when I know... I really don't care, to be honest. There's so much craziness happening. <laughs> I don't care. Like It's so, so much this, this, this. He coming, this. you go, like, And at this point, I'm like, all right. Go somewhere. Somebody go something and let me know who, who, who going to be the 2018, 2019 starters, whatever. Because so at this point, it's like... Here's my reason for bringing that up. Let's talk about Chris Paul. Chris Paul has been dealt to the Houston Rockets. He's resigned. Yep, he's a, he's he, had a, a he had a player's option to opt out of his contract with the Clippers. He had been hinting that he would do that, um, which would have made him an unrestricted free agent. Yeah. But he found a destination that he wanted to go to, which was Houston. He informed yeah. the Clippers without telling the media that he wanted to go to Houston. He told the Clippers, this is where I want to go. Get yourself a deal. And it worked out. They it got themselves out. a deal and got uh-huh. themselves a first-round draft pick out of it. Now, how good would that draft pick be? It remains to be seen. Um, and we can talk about later. We can talk about the on-court ramifications of having a Chris Paul and James right. Harden on the but floor I, together. I, I think but, that's... Speaks in relationship with the owner and with the team. Paul jo- Larry Bird left, right? So mm-hmm. he left, and Paul George is probably cool with them in some way. Mm-hmm. At this point, he's probably like the organization is falling apart. I don't care now. Chris Paul probably mm-hmm. had that certain relationship with the organization, the owner, president, coach, whatever. That's like you know what, I'm doing this. Larry Bird left not too long ago, and that was probably his foundation. Paul George there because mm-hmm. he was there since Grange, you know all that. So it's like yeah. he's probably now like, well, y'all letting him go. You know what? I'm gonna go to L.A. Y'all, he leaving. I'm leaving too. It's like and maybe should it. I would have liked if it went if it went that way, right? Like Chris Paul did, I would have loved that. But I guess at this point, I don't care. Just do what you're gonna do. Like it's, mm-hmm. I like Chris Paul still. I'm still like Chris Paul, but I'm not gonna be a Lakers fan if he goes to the Lakers. I'm still be a Pacers fan. But it is what it is. Like mm-hmm. keep it moving. Chris Paul, back to that. Everybody's questioning how he's gonna work with Harden. I don't know because they both want the ball. But Chris Paul is such a distributor that I think it's gonna work out. in some, it's a bunch of shooters. Chris Paul is a distributor, and Harden doesn't have to play mate most of the time. Chris Paul can do that now. So, yeah, I think that's going to work out. uh, Yeah. So, I'm with that. But I've yet to see James Harden operate without the basketball since he's been the star of the the team, Uh which has been the last four or five years. And then also, a lot of his effectiveness comes from being able to draw fouls when he has the ball. Not going to be as easy to draw fouls without the ball. That would be interesting. That's an interesting point. I didn't think of that. If he's going to the free throw line seven, eight, nine. 10 times a game, uh-huh. that's going to drop because he's not going to have the ball as much if Chris Paul's really going to run the point. And then secondly, how does Chris Paul react to playing for Mike D'Antoni? Chris Paul has a, been an all-team defender pretty much his entire career. He's known as a defender. Yeah. How does that? How do you adjust to playing in a system where defense is not as stressed? So that'll be interesting guess, to me. I guess we got to wait and see, but... Chris yeah. Paul's focus is elsewhere. Obviously, it was on Nicki Minaj at the NBA Awards. So, no, I mean, that was James Harden. 
Don't get I mean, that's what I meant. <laughs> I meant. I meant James Harden. Uh, <laughs> Paul Park in there too. Nah, but I mean, oh. nah, no, no. <laughs> Listen, nah, but that was James Harden. You know, from Amber Rose to Nikki. Cool. Speaking of NBA awards, Westbrook. We all we all know who like Westbrook won MVP. So whoever we expected to win, obviously won. Um, but yeah, we gotta wait and see, man, for the Rockets. We gotta wait and see what happens. We always talk, we speculate. That's the fun of the game and music. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder, boom, boom, boom. But we'll wait and see. And whatever happens, happens. And in the day, I'm gonna be a Pacers fan. You're gonna be a sorry Sixers fan. Oh, and we're no, gonna be no, here no, next no. year. We're gonna be better than y'all. In the name of Jesus. I will again wait and see. Wait and see, man. We, we will we don't be. know. No, you know, but we know. no, no, no. No, we don't we, okay. we know. No. Stay st- We know staying on the staying on the topic of sports. Let's switch leagues real quick, man. Let's go yes. to the NFL. Let's talk about Kaepernick. It. Let's talk yep. about Kaepernick. Um, he's been being he's been blackballed for a while, and it's looking like he's probably not going to get a job. That's been like one a biggest news story in the past week. Mm-hmm. Kaepernick, you know, I don't know if this is real, but they're saying he chooses not to play in the NFL anymore. Boom, boom, boom. I think it's like a, uh, I think it's a propaganda. Obviously, I don't I don't think it's uh, his statement because I think Ebro was um saying this is fake. He didn't say this because Ebro's close to him and his girl, mm-hmm. whatever. So. But Kaepernick is basically being blackballed. He's been blackballed, but now it's looking like they're putting the final stamp on it. Like, he, like the pretty much sublim- the coffin. subliminally saying you're not getting a job here, so you can stop trying. And I think Kaepernick does want to try for teams. I think Kaepernick does want to play in the NFL. But I think the narrative that the media is constantly pushing is that, well, he chooses activism over his word, which he doesn't. He he wants to do them both Why equally, can't right? you do both? Why that. can't you do both? So that's been the thing. And it's look like they're going to just keep him out now. It's look like it's, it's finalized, uh-huh. um, sadly. So this is I want to talk about um, it, it's very interesting. And I'll say this. I think that one of the biggest differences between so let me let me lay this out first. Let's talk historically. Let's talk about um just I think it was like maybe two or three seasons ago. I don't remember. Yeah, but yeah. pretty much every major I know LeBron was still in Miami, so it's at least three years ago. Every major NBA player pretty much every team, every player on every team wore I can't breathe t shirts. Yeah, yeah. In protest for Eric Garner and um and all of the other lives that have been lost to police police brutality. Um when you have a league that's so concentrated and the face of the league for the last thirty years has been a face of a black player from Michael right. Jordan to Allen Iverson to Kobe Bryant to LeBron James, Shaq, all of the Steph most Curry. notable right, players right, right. of mm-hmm. the last 30 to 35 years have been black players. When your league has such a stronghold in the black community and the majority of your league is marketed to the black community, um, it's harder to ha- hand down that kind of blackballing because then you're pretty much blackballing all of the players. Yeah, without them, in, you have no lead. In the so. NFL, they've done, and I guess, a good or bad job, depending on how you want to look at it, of the way that they've marketed their league, where a player, the league is not dependent on individual stars. Individuality, right. Um, and their most marketable stars are typically your white quarterbacks, from Peyton mm-hmm. Manning to Drew Brees to Tom Brady. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron right. Rodgers. Yeah. Though JJ Watt, who's not a quarterback, but you know, these are the players that have been pushed. And then 
So all of that being said, because there isn't a stronghold or a black player isn't the most dominant face of the NFL. It's not as, yeah, it's not as. It's not, there can't, not there can't, but it seems that there isn't as much of a um, concern on black lives mattering. Right. Because you don't dictate my ratings. You don't dictate the finances. So yes. your your people, should I say. That's what your they probably leverage think leverage is shortened. Yeah. It's not, a, it's not a, a certain alliance that can like be adamant and say, you know what? You can't stop us all. Because they're like, well, I mean, our major stars and money earners, breadwinners aren't you. So you can do what you do, but um, we don't, we're not here for that. Versus the NBA, it's like, wait, LeBron, what? Chris Paul? They said what? Kobe? Okay, we got to follow what they do. Yeah. You're at... You're at my mercy, right? And and that's a problem because morality shouldn't be dictated that way. But it's his business, and it's how they look at it. Because we know who run the NFL, we know who run NBA, we know who run all this, right? Mm-hmm. End of the day. So, so we're gonna get into all that. But I want to talk about this. When is being too woke too much, right? And if is it ever too much, right? Is being too woke too much mm-hmm. because you're a teacher, correct? Yep. So, how do you feel about that, right? Because I know you have your. How do you go about that? Kaepernick wants to. Um, I seen a dope tweet by Jazz Fly. She said, "She said Kaepernick lost his life's work for protesting his life's work worth, mm-hmm. right? Lost his life's work for protesting his life's work worth." Mm-hmm. Tongue twister. However, <laughs> you're a teacher, so if you were to stand for something adamantly, right? How do you balance your morality? Where do you draw the line with your morality? And you getting a paycheck. You saying, listen, I got to put food on the table. All that Black Lives Matter. All that religious issue. Whatever it is, whatever it is you standing for. Standing for your morality as a black man. Mm-hmm. Where do you draw the line being a teacher knowing that you're in a public space and your views can potentially potentially affect your living, your livelihood? Because looking at Kaepernick's situation, yes, he may be have a couple of millions in the bank now from his contracts. Mm-hmm. However, do you as an athlete, because we're going to go into later how certain athletes did it and then give a crap about their livelihood whatever they knew what was right they were saying what was right is Kaepernick yes. doing too much should Kaepernick shut up and play football like Jay- Jason Whitlock said the coon but should should like should he shut up and play football should he die down a little should he say okay like or should he just go as hard for his morality because it's that important when is being too woke too much and is it too much and what would you do put in that situation mean that you're a teacher shoot okay so let's start with when is being woke too woke too much um I think that that depends on the individual. Mm, You have to count the cost for yourself. Um, Just looking at it somewhat biblically, um, when Jesus talked to his disciples, he kind of warned them in a parable about no man buys a field without counting the cost first. The man doesn't invest in anything before. Like if I'm going to buy a house, I don't invest. I don't just blindly walk up and say, hey, I want to buy this house and just give you $500,000. That's not with them at all. No, I take an inspector. I go and check the house out. I take an appraisal. I get an appraisal done. I see how much the house is worth. I look around at the surrounding factors and see how much is this really going to cost me. And then I weigh that against what do I have available? What are my resources? What, What do I have at my disposal to make this happen and still be able to handle other aspects of my life? Um, so when I look at Colin Kaepernick in particular, um, I'm not sure what his, what he's made thus far in terms of guaranteed money, um, and what he's actually cashed in on from contracts because the NFL is tricky like that with the NBA and kind of just going back to juxtapose it and 
even MLB, those contracts are um, guaranteed contracts. So if, um, I don't know, if Ken Griffey Jr. signs a $200 million contract, he's going to see $200 million in gross income. Um, in the NFL, a lot of times you see players sign for sign a contract for six or seven years, $140, $150 million. Mm-hmm. But then if you watch like ESPN, normally you'll see like $36 million guaranteed, $50 million guaranteed, $60 million guaranteed. Yeah, so yeah. the actual guarantee of the money is much less than what the value of the contract is stated to be. So we have some misnomers on that in terms of mm-hmm. how much he's actually gained. But and not trying to really be in his pockets, but just saying if I'm Colin Kaepernick, I have to look at how much money do I have in the bank? Do have I invested Versus, yeah. have I invested wisely in a way that I will have some consistent income or have I invested in something that's gonna give me residual income so that I don't have to depend on needing to be in the NFL for the next couple of years to stockpile some money. I have streams and um streams of income that are coming in and I've planted seeds to yield more income moving forward. If he has those things in line and he's a very intelligent brother. So I do think he's probably got something like that set up for himself. He's had some financial planning in place that he can make that kind of a step. Now, if I'm a player who doesn't have necessarily a financial education or I don't have vehicles for my money that, um, that will make my money grow and work for me, then my likelihood to speak out and be as publicly woke as Kaepernick has been over the last year and a half is probably going to be less. Um, so when is... Speaking at face value, right. Yeah, like so... You, you speaking generally, because it depends on the individual, as you said. Yes, it right? definitely depends the on same, the individual. Like, if you're, right. willing, if you're willing to mm-hmm. risk it without having that stability... Without having financial stability, you still saying, yo, I'm, this is wrong. And the league is saying, listen, you're going to lose your job. You don't shut mm-hmm. up. I'm not going to shut up. This is wrong. Versus mm-hmm. the guy that says, you know what? I need and this And that money. just comes from what you believe in your heart to be true, right or wrong. How passionate are you? How adamant? for? How much does it really mean to you? Yes. How bad do you want it? So that's what it basically boils down and to. Do so you, and do you, and not like, I look at this in terms of like, just looking at the black athlete. Do mm-hmm. you think that this is something that is still likely to happen to you? Mm. Um, I think that a lot of players may get, um, I guess, somewhat sheltered. And I'm, I, I say that light, lightly. I don't mean that, it, that. That's a heavy word, and that's not really the word I want. Um, but I guess some distance from that kind of experience or because you become no. so famous. Yes, they live in the hills. They around a different community. Yeah, they think they're not black I mean, no more. Like, yeah, get, it happens. We but know I mean, what you mean. Obviously, we just saw what happened with LeBron's house in L.A. So that tells Niggas you, need a wake-up call. No. But I mean, that tells you that it's never too <laughs> no. far, for real. No, no that, shows, that tells you your skin is always going to be black. Yes. And, and not saying play a victim... Like, don't use it as a crutch, but use it as inspiration, not to say, you know, the white man this, the white man that. Yes. However, it tells you you're still black, you're still the minority in this country, and in their eyes, most of the eyes, you're still a nigger. End of the day. Mm-hmm. How much money you get, how much uh, star stardom you get, how much, listen, people still view you in a certain light. Yes. And that's not to go around and say they all hate me. towards you. Yeah, they still prejudice without towards you. Without knowing your without knowing you as a person, there's a Just prejudice face towards value, you for black. whatever reason. You put a hoodie on, walk through with a fitted, put a hoodie... Wear dress, whatever. Put a fitted on hoodie, walk through a white neighborhood at night. LeBron James. 
he'll get stereotyped easily because you're black. And granted, it's just how it is, right? Mm-hmm. So, 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 yeah. So to answer the first question, when it's being too woke, too much, it's just that's up to the, your personal discretion. Pers- okay, um, and it makes a lot of sense. And then the second question was just pertaining to me: How do I handle those kind of situations? How would you handle how that? Would I? How um, would you? How have, have you? If you ever been, you know, I, I haven't had that kind of experience where um, something has, or like I've been challenged to stand up for something that I believe in in that mm-hmm. in that capacity where like my livelihood has been threatened. Um, I think that, like, kind of just talking about what I talked about with financial education, trying to just equip right. myself to not be as dependent on my job. And right, that's just right. for any job, period. Not just because of my job, but just, just you as a man. You just you, wanting you just, to be financially mm-hmm. independent in a way that I don't have um, to rely on people. Be dependent yes, I don't on have to rely on being check employed. Check and all that and yes. banks and yeah. Um, One day, hey man, you can buy shots. Definitely. So but just nah, trying to uh, make sure that I'm setting myself up in those ways. Um, that's one of the things that I'm doing. Um, and so, if you were faced with that, yeah, what would you do today? Well, what is the situation? <laughs> I mean, it could be religious. It could be Black Lives Matter. If you stood, you got in your heart, and you was passionate about something. Something happened at the school. Let's say, black God forbid, something happened to a black person or a Christian person. Whatever you, whatever you passionately believe in, right? Mm-hmm. That person got seriously hurt or got fired for something that was wrong and you were there, you knew the truth, whatever, and you were passionate about it. And you're saying, listen, I'm standing up for this person. And then your principal tells you, listen, I get you trying to stand up for this person, but you talk about this in school or you continue to publicly stand up for this or exaggerate this issue or even talk about this issue, you can likely lose your job. So I get that you're mad, you're upset, and you're passionate, and it was wrong what happened, but we can't have that happening. Just go with the flow, go with the business, and keep it moving. Don't ask, don't tell. What if they presented you with that? Because that happens a lot. Businesses, military, church, jobs. Listen, it happens. What would you do? And I guess you can't really say what you do until you're in that yeah, situation. That's hard. Look at, yeah, it, we all can say, I'm going to stand like, up. It could be like, so I think it, it definitely depends on how that situation personally impacts you. Because like, say for instance, you and I are coworkers and I know you and I know or I was even with you for the exact incident and I know that whatever was reported is not what really happened, then I'm going to ride because I know I'm, I'm a firsthand witness. I've seen, you know, what exactly happened, how it happened, you what didn't, I appreciate you what did and didn't you. happen. You're going to be right in that shelter with me on food stamps because we lost our job. <laughs> you're going to ride. You're going to ride right with EBT on the EBT line. Nah, with, see, that's nah, why Two Tone's going to be one of them streams of income. So we, yeah, hey, we definitely going to stream income. Yeah. But so, um, so, but then on the other hand, if I'm not, if I'm not there, I can't really put myself on the line like that. I got that. bills, bro. No, I'm saying, know. no, but I got I mean, a wife just home even beat my ass. No, even scripturally, to put like that's just not even a wise thing to do. <laughs> right, right. It's to right, put your right. neck out there for something you are absolutely not a witness to, not sure of. What it was your mom's though, and you know your mom's character. Like, come on, if your mom's put, I you mean, got the same job, shoot. come on, you put your neck out there too. Mama got to do right next time. Mama, <laughs> mama know better. Hey, <laughs> I, if you're not there, I don't think that. Like, now in terms of not social, even there, say like, the person died. Like huh? saved their mother died. Like uh, and you know, like it just it was on some shady ish. And it was like, yo. Oh, I'm riding. Nah. Th- not your mother, like God forbid. I'm saying anyone that 
me, whatever, in that situation. Let's not say just something I did, say if I die, like uh, Black Lives Matter, whatever. And it was related to the school and the school police. Like, would you still go to school? Would you outlandishly speak about it? Like, yo, what are y'all, this school is a freaking, would you be quiet, get that check? Nah, I think we got to have a conversation about what's going on with these, these trainings. Exactly. How are people being trained that this happened? Because there's no I, reason that anyone should be dying at the hands of police officers. I'm sorry. Right. That's right. just me. Like, and I see too many instances of police officers bringing people in unharmed or at least not dead. They may be bruised up, but people come in, they bring them in for booking. <laughs> and these are people reaching for guns, people having their own guns, and they're still getting disarmed without deadly I force. Just, you know, in, I and think, we I see it every day. Yeah, we see it every day. We see both you know? every day. We see people who are unarmed being with deadly force being just off the rip. First thing is deadly force. I'm pulling a gun on you. Don't move your hands. And then we have instances of, you know, dudes coming out the house with uh, machetes and yeah, cleavers so, I mean, and guns and bats. Like they and they running it, up so on like, police officers swinging foreign objects. Right. So it's And they're like, taking uh, them down without, you know, they just disarming them, taking them down and cuffing them. They're not shooting I, them. Because best believe, like, I could understand if you fear for your life because a dude with a machete is running at you and you shoot him. I understand that. I don't understand fearing for your life as soon as you see, you know, Philando Castile and he, you ask him yeah, for his license and registration. Yeah, that's, that's he says, I'm he going has. to reach like, for it. It's in this Tim area. Rice, him, and the guy. You like, pull up at a, you put, you pull up at a playground and you hop out the car and your weapon is drawn within five seconds like i don't understand how your life is in danger like like come like on. that like, we, we're not stupid we're not stupid at this point niggas ain't dumb like it's just we know what it is so ain't no need like we know what it is right but going back to that right yes like the um the problem is i think when it, what would you do for your job and your livelihood mm-hmm. currency or should i say money is such a god in this country and a yes, lot of us idolize it so much like i was just having a conversation with my friend and you know now i would say currency right because money is what are we we put value in whatever is like currency, right? Gold could be currency tomorrow. Oil could be currency. Hell, wooden table chairs can be currency tomorrow, right? If that's what we say mm-hmm. is currency, that's what's currency, right? Because we dictate as men what's currency, right? Money just so happens to be the currency right now. The dollar happens to be the currency. We idolize currency slash money so much and we would do anything for it. So like, and people would actually, they idolize it to a point like they would do things, you know, mm-hmm. that'll go against their morality or their standards or their religion or even what they stand for as their race you know, dictates and say, you know what? I'm turning a blind eye. I don't know what happened because I got to get this money. Even people that's well off, that can do without the job, that can do without this. We're so hesitant to stand up for stuff we believe in because, number one, we think, well, ain't nobody else going to stand up for it, so why should I stand up? Mm-hmm. But like Kaepernick is doing and other people's done before him. You got Muhammad Ali. You got Jesse Owens. You got Jim Brown. You, you got, got um, Tommy Smith and John Carlos at the 74 Olympics. Olympics. You got, you got um, Muhammad Abdul Raouf, Mahmoud Abdul Raouf, formerly known yeah, as Chris who, Jackson. Who was right. pretty much blackballed from the NBA because he adopted Islamic beliefs and decided right. he so, would pray an Islamic and, prayer during the national anthem. And Ali went to jail to not go to the war. He protested so much so, like that's yeah. why Ali is the greatest on and off the like yeah. whatever. So but yeah, he said, Bill you know Russell what? who protested alongside Ali and Kareem yeah. and Jim Jabbar. Brown. Abdul Jabbar, like yep. you got people who actually said, "Listen, I know I do this for a living, but I'm protesting this. If you ain't gonna get with this, do what you gotta do." They and realize say, that it could be them. Like 
they realized that danger was very evident for them as much as it was for anybody else of color. Right. And they realized their identity wasn't found inside their wealth Absolutely. or their finances. They said, you know what? F all of that. Like, this is what's important. And a lot of people might yeah. say, well, it's easy for them to say that because they got the money. Well, what about the, like, your freedom? Muhammad Ali went to jail. You know, like, what about your freedom? He said, F that. Like, no, I'm not doing this because y'all doing, y'all doing wrong things over here. And you doing wrong things over here? You mm-hmm. set me to fight that? I'm not doing it. So I think the problem is when people's identity is wrapped up in money and getting that dollar and they chasing that check and we all stunting trying to get that currency or what yeah. we dictate as currency, we go crazy and we idolize and we have our, our treasures in the that wrong has place. very little real value, if you really Very little value. Only enough value to keep us living, no, technically. only the value we give it. <laughs> no, I mean to keep us living in this country. You got to pay your bill. That's what I'm saying. Like keeping oh, us yeah. living. That's what I mean. Like that's the only value it really has. It, after that, it's nothing. It's what we deem as currency. Gold has no value until we give it value. Nothing does. Get what I'm saying? Besides you, because God loves you. Let me start, start preaching. You have value. Nah, but seriously, though, it's like... You have the Imago Day. <laughs> your life worth is found. Nah, but seriously, though, like I think we idolize and put our, our treasures in the wrong place. So when situations like this arise, we don't know which way we'll go. The money or like my self-worth, because a lot of us don't have self-worth. Our self-worth is tied up in our finances. It is mm-hmm. tied up in your money. So you're going to ride with the money and be quiet and keep your job because you look at it differently. Whereas yeah. like people like Kaepernick, however, be like, Ali, like, nah, F that. Yo, this is much more deeper than this. F the money. So I respect what he's doing, man. And we got to really Definitely. find out where identity lies and, in and where our hope lies. And in I hope that the NFL Players Association um, will rally behind Colin Kaepernick a little bit better moving forward. Yeah. I or any so, other man. player that may choose to stand up and you know fight for social justice and social equality because... It could be anybody, and I granted yeah. some of the some of the players that I mentioned, the Tom Brady's, the Aaron Rodgers. They may not, you know, they don't have the same pressing issues. But I'm hoping that some of the other superstars that are black will step up and back him. Uh, I know the most of the Seattle Seahawks have said that they back Kaepernick's stance, but I don't know. You know, to what extent, I don't know how, um, you know, no, I don't know what that looks like on a day-to-day basis or whatever, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, and, and I know we use woke a lot on the show because woke is definitely overused. Everybody's yeah, woke. Is. I hate the term of woke. <laughs> woke, this, these are the words I hate. Woke, problematic, it's a, all these words, like, <laughs> it's just like, it's. It's overused. <laughs> Twitter overuses stuff. De- no, debatable Ben died, but I'm still keeping it alive. Amen. But there's a lot of words that's overused. And it's like, bruh, because when you hear woke, it reeks like, of like I don't want to use that word anymore. But mm-hmm. you'll say conscious, you know, um, black consciousness, you know, or rel- you know, keen to what's going on. But yeah, woke is definitely an overused term. But um, mm-hmm. it's true, though. You know, when is being too woke too much? And y'all can chime in. Y'all hit us up. Like, do y'all think when is being too woke too much? Or is it such thing as being too woke? Right? Can you be too woke? Can you be too stand out? You know, too like you know supportive of what you believe in, or is it too much? Like, just let us know. Um, but that's the show. Tone, got something else to say? Nah, man, I'm good. Um, definitely a great conversation to have. Um, and just definitely something to think about. I definitely have haven't really thought about you know it the like how Kaepernick's situation would relate to me and my life, but. It's definitely something to think about. Um, that's the problem. A lot of us don't think about it till it hit our doorstep. And, yeah, and granted, that's how we live. Christians, black people, anything, any 
um, epidemic, right? Because it's yeah. like cr- the Christians that get martyred over there overseas, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's crazy. They dying for their faith. I would die too. I love Jesus. Okay, let them come <laughs> with machetes today and say, I'm cutting your head off if you if you proclaim Christ the Savior. Yeah. A lot of us would be like, wait, wait, what are you doing? What? I don't know. Y- y'all forget thrice. Y'all going to deny him more than three three times what Peter did. <laughs> like You're you going to be like DJ Academics. Say what? What you say? Uh-huh. What you say? What you say? <laughs> You gonna say you deny Jesus? Look like I left off a of bad and bougie. Like you're gonna you gonna keep saying, does it look like I was left off a of bad and bougie? When they ask you, you believe in Jesus? Do it look like I was left off a oh, of bad man. and bougie? <laughs> nah, because a lot of us oh, we proclaim God. to have this this holiness in this like, and not just Christians, but like we you proclaim Jesus is Lord and Savior. Do you, do it look like I was left off a of bad and bougie? Do it look like nah? But it's like y'all keep repeating. What's that? What's that? Okay. Oh, we will all ride or die, right? Until it hits you. And I'm, I'm me too. I'm not saying y'all, ex- I'm excluded, right? Mm-hmm. Me and you, yes, I love God. Or I'm Christian or whatever. I'm black. I'm standing up. I love this. I'm down yeah. to ride. They come to your doorstep. Ah, right, we shooting everybody that's a Christian. We shooting everybody that proclaims Jesus. We shooting every black person that's standing for Black Lives Matter. You know what? I was messing up that day. A lot of y'all backpedal. A lot of y'all will fall back. But some will still ride. And there's some of that will ride. We just got really, and it shouldn't take that situation to make us say, all right, I'm re- I'm real now. I'm be real. Nah, make sure in your heart and your identity, you're ready to ride for whatever you believe in. Mm-hmm. I mean, ride in a way like standing up, you yeah. know, reading the pundit. You know, I ain't necessarily mean combat, but listen, take the words of Malcolm and uh, Martin and just find a fine dichotomy within the middle and find the truth. So, I mean, but it's interesting, man. Y'all hit up the page. Definitely. Two tones, the number two, T O N E S. Find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, all that. We should have some dope sponsors coming soon. I'm not going to talk about what about, but mm. dope, dope, dope sponsoring. Some dope sponsoring. So that's all I'm saying on that. <laughs> and um, the Say Lot interview, shout out to that. You know, Word. people shout out to Say Lot. Definitely go um, check out Memoirs of a Perfect World if you haven't check already. Check out Memoirs of a Perfect World. Check man. out um, Suede, Window Seat. Window Seat, Suede, Lecrae, Hammer Time, and Sid. No. Yep. Um, I've been bumping Unforgettable. Wild Thoughts. And speaking of Wild Thoughts, I wasn't going to talk about this. Rihanna's in the pool with another man. <laughs> but it's, listen, I'm jealous. No, I'm not jealous. I'm not. But it's you are. It's no, okay. I'm, I'm not. That's why she wasn't to be a T Wars. She was getting, <laughs> you know, she was getting knocked down in a pool. <laughs> I can't, dog. No, nah, but is Rihanna going to show up there? He better not. He, he's too busy chasing Karuchi and Quavo. <laughs> but Rihanna is to me the queen right now. Like not well. Listen, in terms of looks, Rihanna got it. Shout out to Beyonce, but Rihanna just got the whole aesthetic. Rihanna just Rihanna. I the love whole Rihanna. aesthetic. The whole aesthetic. Oh, okay. W H O L. Like, wait, what? Don't do that. <laughs> nah, don't, 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 don't try to set me up. You know Amber Rose listening. You know niggas be faking. You know Amber listening. No, <laughs> um, nah, but seriously, man. Nah, it's like the whole aesthetic that Rihanna has. I love that. Rihanna just has it. To me, we mm. never debated that. Talk about that in the show because we really don't talk about them two that much. But Rihanna, in terms of like aesthetics and looks and fashion and all that, she got Beyonce. I'm sorry. Beyonce is mm. dope. Musically, probably better. But like. Image, Rihanna's just out of here, man. And Vic Rihanna, I've been praying on that every night. Like, God, keep my eyes. Vic Rihanna out here, man. But she out with her new boo. So a lot of women are now taking that. You know what? Since Rihanna got a man, time for us to get a man. I don't get caught up in that. I just want to talk about the timeline. That's all y'all was talking about yesterday. We seem to be so caught up in these celebrity lives. But, I mean, to each his own. Do what you do. I will be fishing for Rihanna soon. Um, Praise will be appreciated. But that's another episode of Two Tones. And we signing out. Peace. Peace. Peace.